Hello and welcome back to another episode of Soul Talk Radio. So during today's episode, I wanted to discuss the ego voice. So as you know, I know I've spoken about this in previous episodes. I wrote a book called The Shift and it's getting ready to be published on 7-7. So in that book, I talk about disconnecting from the ego voice or the ego mind as some people like to refer to it and creating greater self-awareness. So during the month of June, before the book is released, I kind of wanted to dive into some of the topics that I go into in the book. So today I wanted to start with talking about and diving further into the ego voice. So first of all, I just want to define, well, I'm going to go into this episode assuming that you guys don't know anything about the ego voice, even though I know that this is a very popular subject nowadays, which is exciting to me because more people are learning about this, more people are learning about mindfulness and meditation and, you know, that that voice in our head isn't actually who we are. But I'm going to try and go into this episode assuming that you don't know any of that in case you don't. So we'll dive into all of that today. So first I wanted to start with defining what is the ego or what is the ego voice. So the ego is essentially that little voice that you hear in your head, like when you're thinking, you know, or when you're reading a book, the, you know, the voice that you're hearing as the book is being narrated, that voice is called your ego. It's just simply a tool. And when I say ego, I don't mean egotistical, just like you would call, you know, the five appendages on your hand, your fingers, that voice is called your ego, right? But we're not actually that voice. We hear that voice talking, talking, talking all day long on this little hamster wheel. And so we begin to identify as the voice. We believe that is who we are, but actually who we are is the pure conscious awareness who is listening to that voice and and witnessing this life unfold, right? Because as we've learned, when we practice meditation and mindfulness, when you're able to quiet that voice, there's still pure conscious awareness that is present behind that voice, witnessing everything that's going on, witnessing the subtleties of this reality. So that is who you truly are, that witness, that pure consciousness, the soul entity, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter what you label it, but that is who you truly are, witnessing that voice, the ego voice, that tool. So why is it important to recognize that we are not that ego voice, that that voice inside of our head? To cultivate greater self-awareness, when we begin to realize that we are not that voice, we can then start to dissect that voice because a lot of times that voice, as we know, is very negative, judging ourselves, judging others, possibly worrying. So when we start to disconnect from the fact that, okay, I'm not actually that voice and that voice was just created based on, you know, past programming, social conditioning, trauma, um, possibly how our parents spoke to us. If your parents spoke to you in a very criticizing manner, oftentimes that voice can become very self-criticizing, right? And so when we're able to recognize that, then we're able to kind of dissect, you know, is this thought true? Because a lot of times our ego voice will tell us some of the worst things imaginable. My, this little voice inside of my head has been one of my biggest bullies in life until I realized, oh, 
I'm not actually that voice. And that voice is created by past programming, past trauma, etc. And I can work to shift that voice to a more positive and truthful thoughts over time. So for example, that voice, because of trauma or, you know, different things that have happened in our life, again, possibly how our parents spoke to us, it can say things to us like, I'm not enough, or I'm not good enough to do that. All of which are false. They're false beliefs. You are intrinsically enough. You need, you don't need to do anything to be enough or to be worthy of everything that you want in this life. But yet that voice tends to tell us otherwise, right? And again, because it's been programmed to run down a certain neural network and create those ideas about ourselves. In the book, I like to refer to it as um, in, the, in my book, The Shift, I, I refer to it as the forest metaphor. It's almost like, you know, those thoughts of I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. We've been thinking them for so long that it's almost like a path through the forest is being created, right? As you walk the same path over and over, right? You notice that a path is then forged through the forest, the the forest, metaphorically, of our minds. And as we continue to think those negative things over and over and over, we're, cre- we're, we're strengthening that neural network. So a lot of times we end up thinking those same negative thoughts over and over and over throughout our whole lives. But the good news is that new neural networks can be created. This has been proven. Studies have been done on this, that we can create, it's called neuroplasticity. We can create new neural networks for more positive and truthful thoughts over time, as I like to refer to it, creating new paths through the forest, right? We don't have to keep walking down that negative path over and over and over. Our minds will constantly bring us back there because that path is well-worn and well-established. However, we can create a new neural network of positive and truthful thoughts. And every time that we find ourselves going down that negative path through the woods, we have to, one, create the awareness, establish the awareness that we're thinking those things, right? Awareness is always first. Establishing the awareness that we're thinking a negative thought. And then you can do something to try and interrupt that negative thought. And again, I talk about this in my book. I give tons of examples of how I interrupt my negative thoughts. For example, if I find myself judging someone or judging myself or just thinking an an overall negative thought about myself or worrying when, you know, worrying isn't going to help anything. I'll do something to jolt myself out of that thought, like saying something like, stop, or we're not doing this right now, something like that to kind of jolt my system. And then I'll work to redirect that thought to a more truthful and positive thought. So I'm walking down that new positive pathway or forest through the woods, right? And I'll use positive affirmations to help me do that. So then over time, what I've noticed is, when those same thoughts start to come up, my brain will automatically recognize it without me having to do as much work. And it will automatically start to walk down that new positive path through the forest, right? It will tell myself things like, let's say I start to have a thought like, oh, am I really good enough to do that? My mind will step in at this point and it'll say, hell yeah, bitch. Yes, you are. You're good enough to do anything you put your mind to. Like those, those positive thoughts weren't there for most of my life. But I've started to, like I said, work to disconnect that I am not that voice. I am not that ego voice. I create the awareness when I notice that that voice 
the ego voice is going down a negative path through the woods or just thinking negative thoughts in general, I work to interrupt that thought and then I move it to a more positive and truthful thought. Techniques for recognizing the ego voice, again, awareness is first. And you're not going to catch every negative thought that comes, you know, that comes to mind and that's okay. You're, you're not the thought police. But as often as you can, as often as you can, realizing, oh wow, I'm thinking really negative about myself or I'm judging another person or whatever it is, creating that awareness, right? Realizing I am not those thoughts. They're created from past trauma, past conditioning, all of those things. And how can I work to shift this thought to a more truthful and positive thought? So a meditation that I've found really helpful and um, creating distance between that ego voice and the pure conscious awareness that we actually are is I created it myself. It's called Becoming the Witness. You can access it through the Insight Timer app, which is completely free to for you to listen to that meditation, or you can also access it through YouTube. Again, it's, it's called Becoming the Witness. And I think that meditation is really helpful in, in helping us create, you know, the awareness that we're not actually that voice and sitting in the pure consciousness um, that is, you know, witnessing this life unfold. So some of the benefits of, you know, disconnecting from the ego voice and, and creating deeper self-awareness, we're going to begin developing more meaningful relationships because as we begin to catch that ego voice in action, you're going to start asking yourself questions such as, is this thought rooted in trauma or truth? I can't tell you how often, I mean, and it still happens, right? Like it's going to continue happening throughout my life, but I can't tell you how often I'll have a thought and then I'll think, mm, like, is that based on past trauma? You know, and I'm so aware of it now that I can be like, yeah, that definitely is based on past trauma. And that's not actually the truth of the situation. And, and I'm able to kind of move out of it in that way. So let me just give you an example of something that's happened in my life where I know that it's trauma being brought up in my mind based on the thought that's created. So I've had instances um, in my life where I was dating a partner and they cheated or I've dated a partner and they went back to their ex or they started dating their quote unquote friend, right? Like we were dating and they had this close female friend and oh, she's just a friend sort of thing, even though my intuition at the time told me that wasn't 100% truthful, but I pushed past that. But anyways, um, trauma has now been created around that sort of dynamic, right? And that doesn't mean that that's going to be the same dynamic with every relationship that I'm in moving forward. However, my mind tends to create the story that it will be, right? So sometimes I've noticed, like in the last relationship that I had, he had a best friend who was female and they were friends since childhood. And, you know, the, on his end, he assured me there was nothing going on. I did believe that she kind of had a crush on him, but that's beside the point. You have to trust your partner not to act on anything. And he did tell me, you know, there's nothing on my end. But there was still trauma thoughts that would come up. Like when he would want to spend time with her alone or go to dinner with her alone you know, and just hang out with his friend, there would be traumatic thoughts that would come up based on past experiences. Things like, he's going to leave me, or, um, you know, this isn't just a friendship. Like horrible, 
thoughts. And again, it's just because of things that I've gone through in my life. And I really had to dissect those thoughts and think, but is that true? Like, does he ever give you the vibes that he would cheat on you? No, the answer is no. And quite frankly, even if he did, I'm, I'm to a point now where I'm like, if somebody else is capable of taking my partner, you can have them. Like, I don't want them. I want somebody who's loyal to me and I can't stop a partner from no longer wanting to date me anymore. And that's okay. Like, I have such a interesting view on relationships. I don't necessarily believe that I'm going off on a tangent, but I think it's relevant. I don't necessarily believe that we're meant to be with one partner for our whole lives. You know, I think in some sort of situations we are and we can grow with them, but I think that in a lot of situations, we often end up growing in such different directions that eventually the relationship is no longer the best for both of us, right? And, and that's okay. And parting with love and peace, right? You don't have to be with the same partner for your whole life. And... I had a point to telling you guys that. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, about, you know, the my mind creating narratives around that person that I was dating possibly leaving me or cheating on me with his friend, right? I realize now that, first of all, I don't think we're supposed to be with anybody forever. And... I think that people come into our lives to treat us, you know, teach us lessons and, and that we teach them lessons and, and evolve our soul in that way. But if somebody decides to cheat on me or whatever it might be, like there's nothing I can do to change that. And it is what it is. Is it going to hurt? Absolutely. But it is what it is. So I'm not going to keep allowing those false thoughts to rule my reality, right? Like I can choose to, and I, and I try and choose to in those moments realize, okay, well, this thought is rooted in past trauma and it's not actually true. And even if it is true, there's nothing you can do to stop that from happening. So why worry about it? You know, so in that way, you know, in the scope of relationships, I'm able to catch the ego voice in action and work to redirect it to a more truthful thought or just allowing that thought to just go to the wayside because it's not worth ruminating over. So in that way, you know, when we're practicing creating the awareness around the false narratives that that voice likes to create, um, again, based on past programming, social conditioning, trauma, how our parents spoke to us, etc., we're able to cultivate new and more positive, truthful thoughts over time and therefore greater self-awareness and inner peace. So I hope that you guys have enjoyed today's episode all about the ego voice. If you have any questions, please leave us a comment. I would love to, you know, dive into this topic a little bit further in, in future episodes. But again, my book, The Shift, is going to be released and available for purchase on Friday, June 7th. So you'll be able to purchase it through Amazon. And in that book, I talk about how to disconnect from the ego mind. And then we dive into a little bit of shadow work. And there's a bunch of tools to help you gain greater self-awareness, presence, and peace. So 
again, during the month of June, I wanted to dive into a few of those subjects. So next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about shadow work. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. And we've come to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I offer one-on-one mindfulness coaching services. If you're interested in a session with me, please go to my website for more information, meganshiree.com. I'm also a meditation instructor on the Insight Timer app, and I teach a free live guided meditation there every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time if you'd like to join us. And if you enjoy these episodes, please like, share, comment, and subscribe, and please leave us a review. It helps us to reach more people and expand this community. And may you be happy. May you be well. May you be joyous and at ease, sending you infinite love. And until next time.